What lessons uh, have I learned today? I have learned about love. I've learned about change. Uh, how everyone is really trapped in their own reality. More mind so than heart, but you can't have one without the other. And the power of, of controlling your own reality and creating your own reality. And I know I talk a lot about this, but it has to be done. Uh, this is coming from someone who was oh, faced, uh, faced death many times, uh, consciously, more consciously than unconsciously, and more de- deliberately than uh, arbitrarily. So my advice to you is get real. You need to get real on the fact that more negative content and thought creates more negativity. Now, some people have, they have to collapse um, in this vortex of negativity in order to fully commit to life and uh, to fully commit to the opposite of it. Now, no one wants, no one wants to harm you, and nothing, n- nothing can hurt you, baby, and no one wants to harm you, and uh, everyone loves you, and everyone wishes you well, and, and that's the drama. When you can't enjoy food, uh, life it cannot be enjoyed. Uh, when you're scared of something so crucial and critical to your well-being, you can't live. You can't even cope, let alone thrive. So, yes, maybe for a while, it can be pushed to the side and shushed down and suppressed but long term I don't know long term it seems like I'm being uh, kind of you know kept in a and held in a hook ready to be pulled out uh, and uh, I don't know convicted of having eaten (laughs) something you know, so, um, will I get better? I don't know. Does it feel better? Maybe. Uh, does it feel the same when I eat? Yes. Do I have the same thoughts? Yes. Are they as intense? No, because the way I see them and the way they, I respond to them, it has changed. So my coping mechanism have changed. 
will I make it? I don't know. This is one question that I'm, uh, you know, asking myself every day. Am I allowed to rest to make it? Yes, and I should be. And uh, that's it. And hopefully, uh, I guess, when I come out of this, uh, whether it's by curing it fully or just uh, somehow f making it fade out and away in the background, um, I'll be able to help others. If not, I'm already somehow helping others. Or, uh, overcome or at least cope uh, with their own physical, mental, emotional struggles, whatever that is, whatever those are. So, yes, I think I even had um, the guy who did my nose today, he owns the nail shop, and yeah, even he said today that probably mo most suited for me would be uh, a career in you know some sort of psychotherapy or but do i have the energy no will i have the energy yes maybe in the meantime i'm taking time to wine over a fine wine bish you know, and then you have uh, films like uh, To The Bone, which I haven't watched yet because I'm not ready to, which again is another sign of me being quasi-recovered and not fully recovered because I would get severely triggered. Uh, I think I tried to watch the first few five minutes and I thought, I thought to myself, no, no, that's not, no. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, cover it, no, no, <laughs> yeah, so, um, uh, again, eating disorders are very individual and personal uh, to the individual, <laughs> so uh, two people suffering with the same type of eating disorder will react differently and we'll have different coping mechanisms and behaviors we call them eating disorder behaviors that they might engage in it's almost like and then again people loosely and falsely use the word ocd and they say oh i'm just a little bit ocd okay no don't don't say that ever don't ever say that because ocd is a serious complicated um mental disorder which kills people uh, or uh, as I would I like to call it it kills the host it's the same with anorexia so me as you see me right now you see this person here yeah now within me oh yeah within me uh, so you see me as a whole body right and mind right even though you can't really see the mind right um uh, but within me there is this other person within me which is the anorexic self which is this which is this one 
out. Um, yeah, it looks very scary. It looks quite scary and aggressive because it is aggressive. So, yeah, so the, thus, as a result, so I'm the host of this other person. I'm hosting. I'm accommodating this other person, this anorexic self. Same with OCD. Same with, um, 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 I'm not sure about other mental disorders. I will not make any statements, but, um, yeah. Um, you are not one person. I explained this before. You are all these people within you, which, uh, unfortunately, you don't really remember, um, of any of these people developing within you because when you experienced conflict without resolve in childhood you didn't remember it happening because at that time you had no capacity to integrate the conflict that was happening around you within you had no mental capacity so uh, a little girl who is, uh, you know, uh, um, kind of brought up uh, by her dad uh, during the day, uh, you know, um, you know, he makes a breakfast, he takes her to school, uh, cannot integrate what happens at night. Let's say he rapes her every night. Which is very common. It's actually very. A lot of people don't like to talk about this. He, she cannot uh, understand why her dad is one person during the day, and then this other person at night. So then, what she does is she splits her consciousness in two. So the the girl who relates to her dad and you know, feels affection and compassion and tolerance um, and uh, loyalty and, you know, uh, for her dad during the day. And this other, unfortunately, person uh, that has to cope. It's almost this other person who has to go into this uh, kind of freeze mode at night to, 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 to be able to deal with the trauma of it. That's why a lot of, uh, and now trigger warning, yeah, I should have said, so uh, a lot of uh, victims of rape, uh, when, if they can remember some bits of the tra traumatic uh, episode, when, you know, um, they see themselves from above, uh, it's because, again, they split, there's a rupture, so then, um, or, you know, the ch children who are abandoned, um, the more common example is being physically abandoned. So let's let's say their dad, you know, uh, their dad le uh, leaves, right? They have to split um, between the, the 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 victim self um, that uh, is fully devastated uh, in with grief by their dad's uh, you know abandonment. Uh, and feels the injustice of it and feels the rage and feels the sadness and you know and then the, the this this 
other part within them that's the polar opposite of the victim self which is uh the survivor self which says no i have to climb up you know the fridge to to the higher cupboards where i can you know uh you know get you know be you know get some cereal you know that's the survivor self that has to grow up too fast you know and then from there it gets even more complicated because more illnesses occur but um mental disorders if not so yeah um this is on the subject of, of subject of fragmentation where we are all walking around at the moment on this planet everywhere you go left or right everyone's walking around with all these splits within them reason why in relationships you're suddenly you know you're suddenly like oh i i don't know who you are anymore i don't know who you are anymore this is not the person i i i went out with uh, a month ago that's why that's what that is it's called fragmentation you could call it uh multiple personality disorder everyone has it but not everyone is diagnosed and that's the drama if you stop if you stop working for me i don't care for you anymore crack really works for me my cigarettes really work for me alcohol really works for me yeah uh when you're lonely and you, you want to puke uh for the rest of your uh the rest of the night and uh just be on the toilet for for the rest of the next day tomorrow's next yeah then then do that continue engaging in uh, uh co occurring addictions they will work until they stop working and that's how it works when your body gives up <laughs> you better give up on them <laughs> and you better give in because um um, otherwise you just you're just choosing uh, a death over life and uh, it's not very uh, wise is it so yeah stop stop smoking stop doing drugs and when I say drugs that involves weed yeah the herb is a drug and uh, uh, stop drinking and uh, just go out and and live go on you know what go on a Santander Santander by like it's cycling across central London I don't know go and and, and hug someone uh, there are healthier ways of coping out there available to you at no cost whatsoever other than courage and um, clarity
Is it? It's a country right next to Belgium. No, that's the Netherlands. Holland is the Netherlands. Then who are the Dutch? You know, I, I cannot stand this thing anymore. I know, I hate it too. I feel like an out-of-work porn star. I told you, we should have taken some kind of vacation. Well, why didn't we? Because you said this would be better. Remember? A vacation from ourselves. That's what you said. What if we grew mutton chops? No. Buzz cuts. Parachute pants. Stop it, George. Stop it. I'm sorry. You've got to get a job. Damn it. So the whole point of veganism is the uh, uh, disidentification with the idea and the concept that animals um, uh, should be objectified. And um, animals come with their own lives and boundaries, likes and dislikes, and uh, they want to live. Uh, so um, we, as vegans, we look at them um, without this filter of, uh, you know, uh, seeing them as inanimate um, objects, uh, you know, um, to be wrapped up in a packet and sold in a, in a supermarket. Before they became a packet, they were living, breathing and, uh, you know, beings with desires and they love living they love life animals love life i don't know if you've ever been to a field where cows are actually allowed to live and not exploited for their body parts but they love their children and they love their their you know their uh, they love social dynamics they're very sophisticated in in you know in their social community they remember faces they remember names they they can do even a simple uh, mathematics, uh, they can solve simple mathematical uh, problems. Um, they have very good memories. Uh, yeah, and uh, they're quite sophisticated in their cognitive abilities to understand the world at large and to understand their own. So when you say things like, oh, would you eat humans? And are we, are vegans allowed to eat humans, what you're doing is you're taking the filter of objectifying animals as it to extending it to humans as it. Because all that you've done so far is uh, see, um, not see the animal as a living, breathing, uh, you know, um, creature, but to see it as a, a package, nicely wrapped up and glossy package i mean uh, i've seen recently and this was done um a lot uh, around valentine's day i would see in places like waitrose and whole foods uh the the uh, again we we like to use euphemisms like steak and beef it's not steak it's it's an animal's flesh um he wanted to live and he suffered um, so they would carve it in a heart shape. Um, if I show you a video of that animal dying in a slaughterhouse on the kill floor and the screams, yeah, and the violence involved and the, 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 um, the carnage involved, 
um and then the package you wouldn't i don't think you would want to eat it or even maybe you wouldn't see it as what you saw it before so um also i think uh, and i've i've advised before um I advise in uh, uh, doing a little journey to your local slaughterhouse because it's not far. There's always a slaughterhouse lurking around the corner somewhere. And um, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, some people like to say it's hell on earth, you know, like, my life is hell on earth. Yeah. Go to your local slaughterhouse and see what hell sounds smells looks and feels like you wouldn't be able to stand there for more than probably half an hour to an hour the smell is just just the smell is repulsive and uh, um it revolves around uh, uh just a, uh, the smell of blood feces inte open exposed intestines it's rotten and fear you can actually feel the fear in the air of the and then when the animals come in trucks which i don't know if you've ever seen the trucks that these animals are um, carried in they are the same trucks um that that we see in um when we look back at um we see the footage from the second world war war they actually the model is has stayed the same. It's the concentration camp trucks uh, with clutches that pull, um, and they're squeezed in there. And many of them are missing eyes and body parts and limbs, and they're covered in tumors and uh, the disease and uh, you know, scared and yeah. And 99% uh, of these animals are baby animals, including their parents, like the, the mother, the mother pigs and the mother cows and very young. They're between one to two years old, two years, two to three years. They're already called spent. So it means they're wasted and they're discarded. And guess what? They go to the same slaughterhouse as their babies, uh, the male calves. Uh, which again, who are considered unnecessary to the dairy industry because they don't produce any milk. So when a male calf is born into this world is uh, immediately taken to a slaughterhouse. Yeah, as soon as they're pulled out of the mother's womb, even I've seen how they do it. It's very, very violent. They they pulled out like it's it's um and um they're either shot in the head if they if it's a um, more of a, a family backyard type of business you know they're shot in the head they'll call someone to do it uh, or the, the farmer will do it themselves so they have a bolt gun um and they'll use the bolt gun and um even on the bbc they showed footage and uh, apparently it got a lot of complaints <laughs> Oh, how dare you show the truth on how uh, beef, again, euphemism is, you know, you uh, produced. Yeah, that's just a, a very small uh, afterthought and uh, uh, kind of side symptom of uh, the dairy industry. The death of millions and millions of male calves and the female calves 
are separated from their mothers, uh, transported to a different farm, sold. Uh, they go through auction, um, free auctions uh, in across the country. One of them is in a place called Oxfordshire, in a small village. I've been there many times. I've smelt the fear. I've seen them being lined up, uh, you know, uh, to and then they are whipped uh, further into this house where all these farmers, you know, they're just sitting around the clock and they're whipped around to move in a circle and parade their, you know, parade themselves, parade them so that, uh, um, um, it's actually they're paraded for their sexual organs um, and then sold to the next farmer and then loaded onto a truck and either taken to the slaughterhouse or taken to a different farm where they'll be used for another one to two years, impregnated forcibly, um, and have their children take babies taken away from them when they're born, separated from them, and then, you know, uh, they end up in a slaughterhouse. Many of these cows are actually pregnant. Actually, around 200,000 um, female calves will be pregnant when they reach the kill floor, when they're dragged onto the kill floor. Um, and um, some of them actually give birth uh, prematurely because of the fear and panic. Don't think that these places are, you know, nicely um, looking and uh, nicely uh, aesthetically, <laughs> aesthetically looking. No, they're not. They are hell holes. And um, yeah, I guess you can go and check it, you know, check them out for yourselves. For your own um, inner, I don't know, pro, you know, progress and awareness. You could do that. Say. Is it safe to go back to the memories that were happy? Like, does that generate where you're thinking that's like, just wipe it all away? Do you feel how reluctant you are to let go of what you've been doing that isn't working? Well, that I, I thought did work. I mean, I, I remembered this and then somebody came, but then they went away. What, what? No, 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 no. They did come. Is he? What they just reflected back to you, they just channeled their own inner beings. And what they reflected back to you is what you're doing vibrationally. It doesn't matter what the words or the actions are. They reflected back to you the mood. You got to get over being disappointed before you can start the momentum toward what you want. You got to get over being lonely before you can start the momentum toward what you want. You got to get over feeling like it's not fair before you can get something that you want. Everything that we're talking about, we're trying to get you to a neutral zone, to this place where the resistance is all finally at bay, where you can wake up in the morning and start thinking some thoughts that are getting you in the direction of what you do want. This will help you a lot. Your inner being never looks back. So your inner being is not trying to mine anything that went anyway before in order to give you something now. Your inner being's not looking back. Your inner being's only looking forward. And so when you look back, it's almost always a minefield, almost always. As the ideal type of uh, Buddhist person is that he is not wrapped, that he is actively engaged 
in the light of the world. Because he has gone beyond the illusion that nirvana is to be found away from everyday life. So, what is then the point of meditation? Why meditate? Why do you have to crawl up into a hole? Or go to a Zen monastery? Or uh, retire and be quiet? When this is only a withdrawal? Is there anything to be said for it? Well, meditation is in that, in that sense as a practice, as a discipline. It's a very curious problem. Because from one point of view it's a help, and from another point of view a hindrance. And I think we have to understand, first of all, that meditation exercises are medicinal rather than dietary. The same could be said of LSD. A medicine, not a diet. Uh, something that um, is described in Zen as when you want to open the door, or summon someone to open the door for you, you pick up a brick and you knock on the door. But you don't carry the brick into the house. 